Hi. Okay. <laughs> I know it's been like a minute since I've done a podcast and I always like delete the most embarrassing ones, <laughs> which could be probably, eh, they could probably be the most interesting ones. But honestly, I can't tell you how hard it is to be vulnerable, like for an audience. It, you know, and like I have so much pride, which I shouldn't, but also mm, I think pride helps keep you sometimes controlled, like actually. But I find myself sometimes coming back and deleting episodes. So if there's one you listen to and now it's gone, I don't even remember what I said. I'm going to be honest. It was something embarrassing, though. Uh, I'm going to try not to embarrass myself today, although I feel like. I'm constantly being tried by the fucking universe. Like, I feel like I'm constant. I'm already bitching. See, we're 57 seconds into this, and I'm already bitching. So, uh, still don't have a mic. I'm so sorry, but I forget <laughs> to buy the equipment I need to. Um, let's talk about perfume of the day. The perfume I am wearing is uh, Montel um, Coffee. Wait. Chocolate Greedy. That's what I'm wearing. And uh, it literally smells like a chocolate cake. Um, it makes me hungry. I love chocolate cake, by the way. Like, I, like I'm not a huge person for sweets, actually. Um, I, like, will eat a little. But, like, chocolate cake and, like, milk. I don't know. Something about that. Love it. German chocolate cake, especially. Um, anyway, it smells like a chocolate cake on the first spray and like I'm not some huge gourmand lover like I you guys know I love my little vibey romantic badass perfumes those baddie perfumes but there is a time and place for gourmand perfumes and it's right now in the fall that is when I wear these when I reach for my vanillas and my very amber heavy uh, I wear amber heavy anyway I digress <laughs> once it dries down you have this beautiful orange, and it's like, I think it's like mandarin orange and mm, neroli. could be wrong there. And then it's so much more wearable. But the opening is just like for fun, in my opinion. The dry down is more vanilla, orange. It's more um, orange heavy, to be completely honest, once it starts to dry down. It's fun. It's, it's something I would want as a candle, too, by the way. Anyways, I'd love for you to test this. Always use the links in my bio to support me. Uh, there is a link. It's under, I think, samples, things I'm sampling right now. Go buy yourself a sample. Buy a few that you know I like. I've listed um, them on the same page, things that I'm testing. So, yeah, that's my sponsor today, my affiliate. So, uh, let's see. What are we going to talk about? I asked you guys what we should talk about. So I think today I'll answer a lot of questions. If I go on a tirade about something or a tangent, bear with me because, um, what the fuck? Why did I get broken up with? Oh my God. I'm so embarrassed. Twice, literally seven days apart. Uh, what is wrong with me? I just like, I can't get past four dates with a dude. I just cannot. I get to date four and it fucking spirals. Uh, first off, we know if you follow me on not so pretty things, you already know this, uh, investment banker ended things with me and I fucking cried so hard. <laughs> not that I even think, oh no, I really liked him. I had a lot of complaints about him. There was issues, but he, like, texted me he met someone new. And, like, while I'm happy for him, I'm just, like, uh, like, we made plans the week before when I was in Arkansas. Like, we made plans to see each other. 
And he was that kind of guy who's like so good on paper. Like I could fantasize about him if that makes sense. And you know what? Like he didn't really lead me on. He was he was brutally honest. It was weird because he was like me in men's form. Like he, the way I say whatever's on my mind, he would do that to me. And you know what? That fucking hurts. I know. <laughs> Fuck. It is not fun to meet someone just like me. And the thing is, is that it makes me realize I'm actually really sensitive. Like I am and I'm not. You know what I mean? I was able to like, it hurt, but I was also able to compartmentalize it and be like, all right, you know, He's just kind of being a dick, and but he still likes me. Hold on. I hate the way this counts down. You guys, this platform sucks. Hold on. All right. See, I'm now I'm distracted. Like, I forgot what I was talking about. So it, like, only lets me record in five-minute intervals. I hate it so much. Um. So, okay. He broke up with me. Whatever. Ended it. Ugh. I liked him so much, you guys. Did I? Is it my ego? It can't. No. It's not my ego. Like, we had so much fun together. I mean, there was times where there was, like, total red flags. Don't get me wrong. But, like, wow. My heart aches. <laughs> that was a good one to let get away, you guys. Yeah. Like, I'm not that shallow. Well, you know, but everyone wants to date someone very successful. And he was probably one of the most successful men I've ever dated in the past, like, two years. Um cute this new guy um very cute very sweet we hit it off and like he asked me out every single day last week like every single day he asked me to come over and I ended up coming over like go out with him and then like I stayed the night with him and like and we made it to date four and then he went home for the weekend and on Sunday we were supposed to go on a date and I don't know, something was off, and I was just like, and he, we were gonna go on the date, like, we had plans, we talked about it that day, and I haven't talked about him much, because I was just kind of waiting, like, I was like, oh, is this gonna be something, I think it is, I think it is, for once, like, she's got good luck, and we were, we agreed to be exclusive with each other, and, like, we texted all day, but you know what, I fucking said it even I go we text all day I think that this is gonna come back and blow up in my face and it did it was too much I am um, I distracted him from work um fuck like I I'd never know how to play these things because you get all this attention who doesn't enjoy that but it was distracting for him at work and it ended up being an issue because I don't think that he did good at work that last week so now he comes back and he's like I don't think I can be exclusive like this was very distracting I still want to see you I'd like to be casual I wouldn't I don't want a relationship like it just all backfired in my face and it's like I don't know what I'm doing. How can I be this old and still fumble it so fucking bad with these guys who literally are obsessed with me? And it just, it, the flame burns so fast and bright and then it just, it implodes. And then they still want to keep me in their life, of course, because I'm fucking awesome. Let's be real. <laughs> so now... I've agreed to fucking be casual with this motherfucker. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. I'm just so triggered at the moment because this is fresh. And we, so we, we basically, basically both agreed to chill on Sunday. We didn't talk yesterday. 
and he texted me this morning and I find it so hard to go backwards. Like, um, the way he's texting me now is just very little effort and I'm just like, ew, ew, <laughs> like, how can I go backwards? You gave me all this attention. You fucking literally was kissing my ass. Like, you have no idea. Telling me how upset. Our first date, I think he told me he was obsessed with me to my face a, at least 20 times. And, I mean, that shit. I, was I love bombed? I was love bombed. Did I love bomb him back? I don't think I did. I think I just gave him so much of, like, my energy and my time and did he deserve that? I don't think so. I don't know how to fucking chill. I meet these guys, and before I even meet them, I have them obsessed with me. I don't know what I'm doing, what I'm saying, but then they love me up until the fourth date. And then they realize it's too much, too fast, and I don't know how to fix this. I'm open for suggestions. If somebody, I, apparently, I have a lot of therapists who follow me. If you're hearing this and you hear my plead for help, tell me what I'm doing wrong because fuck, this is miserable. Like you, I honestly, am I addicted to just the dopamine rush that I get from being love bombed? I think I am. I think my mind is addicted to like obsession. And then I'm also used to having my heart broken. And that is not something someone should be used to. This is, this is traumatizing. I'm not even going to lie. It's so traumatizing. All right. Let me get to your questions. Like there's a lot of questions about my upcoming travels. Let's see. A couple of people said, what are your processes for planning out your trips? Do you use an agency? No, we are winging it. That is my, my, my credo in life. I fucking am winging this shit. You guys, uh, I'm trying this time to be a little smarter, uh, I am looking at a lot of content, especially for London, because I'm there for five days. I'm not familiar with it at all. So it's like, I need to make sure that whatever I'm doing, I've planned it out very strategically. And um, honestly, uh, so far, I've, I have like people lined up to go on dates with, but that's, that's really just so I'm not like going to dinner alone. I like, while I have no problem going to dinner alone, uh, it's more fun if you go on a date, right? <laughs> Besides you let them pay for it. <laughs> um, but you know, I don't want to do like super touristy things. Like I'm not going to go up in the eye of London. Like those things don't intrigue me so much. I much prefer living like a local, if that makes sense. I want to go to like the pubs the locals go to. I want to go to the restaurants they go to. I want to like, yes, I want to do perfume shopping and I want to like, um, do a little sightseeing, but like, um, I just love walking around and discovering things, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't, I love going to like food markets. I don't know. I have a thing. I think food is so beautiful. Like, is that weird? I just find very aesthetically pleasing looking things like to be the most romantic things in the world. And I have a way of looking at those things and just loving it. Um, that might be like, I have food issues maybe. Uh, but I just love, food. I love movies also that have like cooking in it. Like it, if a lot of the movies I like, I really love movies that have a strong cooking presence in it. Cause I just like seeing people cook. I don't know. There's something so romantic about that. 
And it's not like, I don't think it's an obsession with food. I think it's obsession with romanticizing one's life and being kind of like a grown up and independent and surrounding yourself with beautiful things. I think that's why I like Nancy Myers movies. That's definitely why I like Nancy Myers movies. Um, when I go to Paris, I'm definitely going to go see a Degas. I was so regretful I didn't go to Marie Antoinette's villa. Villa. <laughs> what is it? Versailles. I really want to go to Versailles. I think I'm going to plan. I'm going to try to plan that tonight, actually. So I don't fuck that one up. I'm going to definitely go to. Is it called Musée d'Orange? I'm no, I'm, I know I just said that wrong. Sorry, whoever is offended by that. Uh, anyway, I'm going to go see De Gaulle. Do I want to go back to the Louvre? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I have to create content. That's one thing that, like, um, I wish I could sometimes go to these places and not worry about creating content, but my job is to create content, and I do love doing it. I think it's something that it stresses me out in the moment, but I love that I can go back and watch these things as memories. It really is kind of like my scrapbook, my content. And I was thinking about that the other day. Like I was just scrolling back and looking at my time in Paris and last winter and the summer. And I'm like, wow, that was so beautiful. Even though like you guys, some of you guys caught glimpses of me being completely unhinged. That's just cause I got a little lonely. Um, this time I have a lot more friends in Paris. Um, you you guys, there is some drama. If you, some people have noticed, uh, I've had a bit of a falling out with Eldo. This one of the reasons why I'm giving all of it away. I'm not ready to talk about it yet. I'm just trying to say that these brands are not, they're very careless sometimes with their relationships that they make with people. And, uh, I don't think I'll be seeing them this time. They've sent me a DM trying to mend it, but it's like after the fact. It's like they're like, it's like you had a chance to like do me right and you didn't. So uh, maybe next podcast I'll talk about that. But I did want to kind of like confirm a lot of people's suspicions. Yes, I have issues with Eldo right now. I have issues with a lot of brands. Like, let's be real. Like, they are very fast and loose with their promises and uh it's it's really upsetting actually let's see next question so the next question is what are your views on marriage um I was married for a very long time to someone who treated me like shit and if I could go back in time and remove myself from that situation earlier I would have um I can't believe how long I was complacent and something that was so detrimental to my mental health, my well-being, and overall just <sighs> never let somebody, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. If you know, you know it's not working. There's, you might be happier off alone. Like, I know that you guys think that, um, wow, well, you know, I feel a lot of judgment from you guys sometimes. Uh, I'm just going to say that. A lot of you are super sweet and caring for me, obviously. But I see the passive-aggressive comments that are coming from a judgmental stage. Um, good for you. You married somebody. They love you. They treat you well. That's not the case for everybody. And if you lived in New York City, you might have a harder time, especially if you ended a marriage in your 30s. Um, unfortunately... <laughs> There's so many options here. 
Um, I have so much fun dating, you guys. Don't get me wrong. Like, I... I share my life with you, so I think at times it must, it seems very intense, but, like, it's kind of like I have these moments, I give myself a day or two to get over it, and I truly do move on. I'm, like, on to the next. Like, I'm not a quitter. Like, I'm, like, I will find someone who loves me. However, my standards are super high, so I go for the top. Let me just say this. I go for guys who might be out of my league. Let's just be real. Um, they they have a lot of options. The, the men I go for are very attractive. They have good jobs. They make a lot of money and, uh, they don't have to be tied down. If that makes sense. They are, they have the attention of 30 other women at any given time, right? The men I go for, they're very attractive. Um, I, and I like men around 30. I don't really like older men who, actually are trying to settle down and have relationships. There's some, I don't know why. I just think that like I, I wasted my youth on someone who was older than me. And I felt like once I got out of it, I was like, what happened? I feel like I was stunted in my life at some point. And so for some reason I'm attracted to like 29 to like 34 year olds. Um, I like, I'll go on a date with like a 25 year old, but I don't take that seriously. I'll go out because I'm bored. I won't go out usually with the intentions of dating them because it doesn't work out. They want to date me. They like older women. Let's just be real. But I can't date a younger. I can't date someone who's like 25. Uh, 30 is more doable. We'll be, yeah. Um, I think 34 is ideal, but I'm not going to date someone older really. I don't want to. Maybe eventually I will, but I've tried giving it a chance. They're so grumpy. <laughs> Older men are fed up and they are so grumpy and they have, how do I say it? They're not as fun. So like, I feel like everyone's a little bitter as they get older and they're dating at an age that they should, well, by society standards, be married or in a relationship. So I'm not going to be bitter. I don't want to be bitter. I want to have fun. Uh, you only live once. And uh, I tell you what, I'm going to live my life without judgment from other people. So, like, a lot of people are just like, these questions I get sometimes, I'm just like, are you guys really, like, saying this to me? Like, somebody asked me the other day, what did they say? Something about, am I sad about my life or something? Like, what are you fucking talking about? What are you fucking talking about? Like, and it's so interesting because I think this must have been like a person in their 40s or something who probably have a mortgage and two dogs and 3.5 kids. And I'm like, are you happy with your life? Do you get to travel around the world on a whim? Do you get to just do what you want? Like, there's a way of looking at these things in different terms. Like, yeah, I'm not going to have a family and that sucks. And I could probably cry about it. But what about you? Do you have the freedom that you want? Really? Um, do you get to have exciting new adventures all the time? Probably not. And I, I understand how some people could be curious about like, do you have regrets? I get it. I try not to take it too personally. But like, I'm so often presented these questions very passive aggressively and just uh, judgmental. And am I reading into it? Probably. Am I really gonna really sleep over it? No. Um, but this is my life. What do you want me to do? Like, I can't, 
I am happy that I didn't have kids with someone I'm not in love with. I'm very happy. I mean, I might look back in 30 years and be like, fuck, that sucks. But I think I'll always be kind of a free spirit in the fact that I'll truly always do what I want, you know? And uh, I think we all have different journeys and I don't need your pity. (laughs) I don't. I'm not saying, I'm just saying that it's just kind of weird, like, whenever people kind of judge me, and I feel like sometimes they just don't take me seriously, but I'm like, are you sharing your life on the internet for your job? No, and it's harder than you think. It's really hard to be vulnerable, and I get a lot of text messages messages from people or DMs that are telling me that they appreciate me talking about their struggles with dating, um... Did I think I was going to be single right now? No. I thought I was going to be married. Just like a lot of people did. You know? Do or did. Um, But never settle. If you're not happy, it might be hard being on your own, but you'll probably have more fun. (laughs) You'll have more freedom. Um, And I no longer cry every day about a situation I'm stuck in, if that makes sense. I do, however, accept a lot of dates from a lot of really cute men who want to wine and dine me, and I can't be mad about that, so. Okay, so somebody asked what you do when you hit a creative and dating wall. Uh, If it's a dating wall, I get on Bumble. I swipe until I find somebody, and it doesn't take long. I'll be honest, like, I I can find, and also, I have, like, there's a lot of guys I can just text. If I need attention, I can get it. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, this is why you keep a roster. I don't care if some people think this is healthy or not, but I tell you what, I'm not bored for it. I'm, I'm not dying of a lack of attention, and I don't think I ever will be. I think I'll always be smart enough to, um, you know, keep around a little roster for those times that, you know, sometimes you need attention. Um, let's see. Uh, what do I do about a creative wall? Um, I don't know if everyone can do this. I like to travel. That's like one of the reasons why I like traveling so much. I can make new content. I can go do things that I can't do here. However, um, like I did make an effort this week to go to like Italy, um, ends up, it was kind of, I don't know if I can make content out of it. It wasn't, I don't know. (laughs) I was got into an argument with this person there. This woman, there's a lot of Italian people there. I think a lot of people from like Italy visit there. I just heard so many people speaking Italian. And, um, this couple, this, these two women decked out in like Versace and Gucci. (laughs) So was I though. Let's be real. I have my Gucci on. (laughs) Anyway, they, uh, cut in line. And I was the person that the woman was trying to ring up. And uh, the woman's like, you need to step aside. Because they were trying to pay for something that was, like, at the register. But um, you had to go through the line. And they were trying. They said, we don't speak English. And I was like, yes, you fucking do. (laughs) Because she understood exactly what she said. And this girl would not move over so I could pay. And so I was just sitting there, like, talking in English, like, move the fuck over. Like, I I was being a New Yorker. I was like, you're being rude, scoot over. And she, they were looking at me like I was insane. I was like, I know you know what I'm saying. Like, move over. Like, I'm sorry, but when people try me, the aggressiveness will come out. Like, fucking move over. She will get you next. She's trying to ring me up first. Anyways, look at me going on a tangent. 
it just pops out any moment, doesn't it? Anyway, um, another thing you could do to make new content, uh, change it up. Go to Sephora. Like, if you're trying to do beauty content, you don't have the money, go do reviews at Sephora. Like, pick up the new beauty products. Show them. I see a lot of people who do that. Go to Ulta. Go to Walmart. Like, you need to just, like, I'm not going to give you all your ideas because, like, honestly, what am I going to do? I, these are my ideas. I don't know. Do make, if you want to be a creative person, you've got to be creative. And like, I can't tell you what to do. Like you either have it or you don't, or you try and try if that's what you want to do. Um, as far as like creativeness, like for your own home and your own space, not necessarily to make content for the internet. Uh, you can find inspo. Like, how is everyone else finding inspo? You go on TikTok. You go on Instagram. Go on my feed. Get some inspo. Uh, I love looking. I love going to very fancy boutiques. And if you notice the way I decorate my apartment, it's very boutique-like. And th that's not done by accident. I, like, notice how these very minimal stores decorate and display things. I take notice. Start looking at those little like techniques that these like um people literally they're literally designers these people come in and they're they're basically showroom designers displaying stuff for stores I forget what they're called what are they called just mm, there's a name for it didn't Will and Grace do that what was her name Grace what was her name she was like a window designer but there's people who do it for the stores as well anyway yeah that's a good good thing to do I had to delete the last <laughs> segment. I'm going to re-record it because uh, I literally was unhinged. Um, somebody asked about, um, let's see, what did they say? Basically, um, where is the question? Shit. Basically asking me, like, how to get confidence back, like, after a boy. First off, a boy. Come on, you guys. Let's... Let, let, mourn your loss you can mourn it but do not lose yourself like if you are stuck in bed for more than a day no get up pick yourself up I am so sorry no one's coming to save you okay and uh it's okay to be sad you're gonna like you're gonna go through these sad moments and but don't let yourself just dwell in it because honestly like do you think they are do you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure some guys are. Don't get me wrong. It depends on the situation. But if we're talking about, like, casually dating somebody and stuff like that, do not. <laughs> There's so many guys, you guys. And I I'm trying to give the best advice I can. Of course, I'm not trained. And I don't specialize in giving advice. But I'm going to give mine. It's perfectly acceptable for, acceptable for you to not take it, okay? But, um... Go see your family. Go see a friend. Go out to eat. Keep yourself busy. Don't lay in bed and waste away. Like, you guys, I've been there. It's nice. It, your bed's a comfort zone. I get it. But, like, clean your room. Put new sheets on the bed. Make your space comfortable. Make yourself feel, like, luxurious. I, I know that, like, we all live different lifestyles. I get that. But, like, prettify your environment if that makes sense like you can get white candles from Walmart prayer candles for two dollars I love lighting those the ambiance it calms me there's little things you can do to cheer yourself up and comfort yourself but also go find a new guy <laughs> download hinge flirt 
flirt around. I know it sucks. You guys, I don't think you understand how many losses I take consecutively with dating in New York City. Like, it is literally heartbreak after heartbreak. And I do let myself go. But, like, I've, I mean, I'm not, I don't know what to say. Like, what am I supposed to do? I'm going to pick myself up. Like, I, I'm I'm stronger than that. I don't ever want to lose myself. Um, do Treat yourself. Like, let's get the glow up going. I mean, I know some people want to say, oh, it's not about looks. Yeah, you look good, you feel good. I'm so sorry. I live by that motto. If I look like shit, you guys, if I'm sick, I will literally take a shower and blow my hair out. I don't care if I have a fever because I know just doing that makes me feel better. I'll go curl my eyelashes and put on mascara. It just makes me feel better. And uh, like people, listen, hit your goals, make them jealous, but don't take them back. <laughs> I mean, let's be real, unless it's, um, it's conducive for your own well-being. But you guys, there's so many guys out there. Don't lose your confidence for a fucking boy. Okay, so best and worst parts of being an influencer. That's like, I'm literally just going off the cuff, like things that come to mind. Um, it's really hard to be creative constantly. It's hard to um, keep appeasing and um, showing you guys uh, interesting things, I think. And it's um, ever-evolving. I, I think that the, there's trends that happen. Excuse me. And um, you kind of have to be relevant with what's going on. And uh, I'm such a specific niche that it's changed the way that people want to see a lot of content from beauty creators. I think the fact that I'm not on camera hurts me. I think that, but every time I post myself, like I, I feel uncomfortable. Like I feel like I'm being judged. Like maybe that's my own fucked up mind working. I don't think it's specific to me. I think everyone judges the way people look, of course, like we're human, but like, I don't know. I, it's not that I know some people like want to think I'm not super confident. I don't think I'm the most confident person in the world, but I am confident about what I talk about. If that makes sense. I'm confident that I know what the fuck I'm talking about when I talk about beauty products. Like, I mean, especially makeup, which is so funny that I know more about makeup than maybe perfume, but maybe not now. I don't know. But also what else is there? It's a hustle. Like I, I, this is a hustle. This job is a hustle. And uh, brands love you and then they fucking dump you. Let me just tell you, they the, the way the space is moving so fast, it's hard to keep up because what they're doing is, um, I know a lot of Instagram creators are upset about this because they're moving towards TikTok. And I was on TikTok when it first imploded and, you know, once you're kind of established, you're kind of boring to people. And I think that, you know, there's always a next person coming up and up and it's competitive. Like people don't want to say that, but it's super competitive because we're all competing for these jobs and there's only so many activations within any certain brand. And they're going to go for the person who's having viral videos. The thing is, those people eventually are going to be just where I am and just like any other person who has millions of followers who are now getting 30,000 views, 20,000 views, 10,000 views. Your time, you have a very short time to blow up. And if you don't make it to blow up status, it's 
hard to maintain the status quo of like being this like very relevant fucking influencer. Like I have my, I do have like a core audience that is always going to support me, I think. But unless I reinvent myself, which I'm trying, I don't think I'm going to keep being able to sustain this as in my job. I'm going to be completely honest because the way the space is working is they care about your performance. I'm going to be honest. They care about how many viral videos you get. And I hate that. Um, and also a lot of people um, basically have hurt the market in my opinion. Like, yes, there are brands that still pay you, but there's just a lot of creators who take less than the value of what they're doing, I think. And it, it sets a standard pretty low for like the going rate for work now. That being said, um, I'm thankful for the sponsors that I have that really value me and still work with me. And, uh, it's keeping me afloat for now. Uh, I might change it up. I don't know what I want to do. Um, the, the good positives of what I do is I, I, I'm kind of living this little dream of, romanticizing my life for a fucking job. How wonderful is that? It's, I'm so grateful, so grateful that I've been able to do this. And if it ends, it ends. But if it keeps going, I, I really do have dreams and aspirations of bringing you guys beautiful things. Like I, I really want to bring you guys a perfume and I can't do it on my own. I've tried. I tried to, you guys have had meetings. It was not doable. I just don't have the backing. Um, the candle, you guys, I I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> it's like, uh, and the reason why I'm fighting with Eldo, I'm not even, they've led me on. I'm just led on constantly, you guys. So many brands were like, let's do this, let's do that. And it never came to fruition. So it there's a lot of disappointments in what I do, but I'm really proud about what I've done also. All right. Somebody asked how to do aesthetic photos. I'm never going to tell you guys how I edit. I'm never going to tell you how to set it up. I'm sorry. It's just that's not my that's not my goal as a creator. And there's plenty of people who will teach you. You know what I mean? Uh, search on YouTube, really. But uh, just a few tips. I shoot with my iPhone a lot. Most of the time, I'm with my iPhone. And I shoot on portrait mode. That will give your photos depth. You need to play around with... Uh, field emotion and like, um, what you have as your center object and, you know, how it's compiled. Think of like staggering things. Um, honestly, like I, the only thing I'd be willing to teach people how to do is basically, um, how to shoot pretty cocktail photos. Like you're going out, I would be willing to do that, but I don't think I'd be willing to shoot, teach people how to like shoot my content. Not that it's even that fucking great. <laughs> There's people who do much better content, um, which is much more hard. Mine is very organic. Like I'm not really putting out as much effort as you might think. Um, but there are people who have literally learned how to Photoshop their photos into very creative ways. I'm an awe for that. I think that's amazing, but I will always be a very organic photographer. It's always just going to be vibes. You know, it's always going to be romantic vintage vibes with me. Um, I think I'll, I think maybe I'll teach you guys how to shoot your cocktail photos. I have done that before. Um, I won't tell you what I used to edit, like just fucking figure it out. 
I'm so sorry. Does that sound mean? I don't mean that mean. It's just like nobody's ever told me how to do anything. I've just taught myself and I download all the apps. I find things I like and then you just play around. Like you guys can do it. Like, come on, search YouTube if you need to. But like, um, I don't know. I don't just tell you use portrait mode. That's like my number one tip. If we're taking photos of stuff like pretty things. Okay. Okay, somebody asked me how to deal with traveling alone since you're going away soon. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I don't understand the whole, like, notion of waiting to go. First off, you go on a girl's trip. I remember going on a girl's trip one time. Let me just tell you, three of us went. Two of us became best buddies and uh, axed the other girl out because she was acting insane. Like, my thing is... I don't think that those are for me. Maybe they're for for other people. There are, don't get me wrong. I completely can acknowledge that there are people that can go on trips with their friends and not want to murder each other by the end of it. However, I simply enjoy the adventure. I love going somewhere and like each day I can do what I want. Like I can meet who I want. I can... I don't have to wait for anybody and it's quite easy with the technology now to if I want to go on a date and I want to have a dinner date I can find one you know um it's it's simple you get on a fucking app you swipe 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 you find someone and I go to big cities so I'm not like I mean I would be concerned if it was like a small hole in the wall type place um would I enjoy traveling with a significant other sure but I don't have one of those. Like, and the thing is, I'm not going to wait to get one to do it. Um, the thing, the thing is, is that like, why are people afraid to do things alone? Like I said earlier, like, um, I'm not afraid to go to dinner alone. I'm certainly not. Uh, I'm certainly not afraid to go to lunch. I love going to lunch alone. Well, I do like meeting somebody for lunch, but like, I just, I don't see the problem in it. Um, can it get boring? Maybe, but I talk to people. I really do. Like you sit at the bar. It's easy to meet somebody. Um, I don't know. It's a vibe. I, I feel very much like, uh, what is it? You, you bring a project with you. Like, I don't know. Maybe I always have something to edit on my phone or I can find a way to make it into content, which I love doing. I just don't have a problem with traveling alone. And also, like, I'm very much a person that, like, I'm a little hard-headed in the fact that, like, if I don't want to be doing something, I want to leave now. So it's good that I have the option to leave because I have no one else to, like, wait on. If I don't want to go shopping in that store, I don't have to. And then later on that night, if I want to meet up with somebody I know in that city, I can. And also, I think it's, I have the I'm a little blessed if I want to meet up with a follower. It's pretty easy for me to meet someone in Paris or London or wherever I'm at because you guys are everywhere. And if I just put it out there, hey, I would like to get a drink, there's always someone who says yes, you know? And I think I'm going to do that this time. I don't know about London, but I have a lot. My second largest following is in London, to be honest, outside the U.S. Outside of New York City, actually. My first largest following is, if you break it down by city-wise, um country it would be the US and then it would be uh Great Britain and then surprisingly enough Australia would be third um 
anyway, little tangent, I think you guys should be a little more bold. Um, if you don't have someone to travel with, just go by yourself. Maybe pick, like, very much put in the work to, like, make sure you're staying in a safe area. But, like, I haven't had a bad experience with Airbnb yet. However, I'm not saying that that's always guaranteed. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm okay with it. Okay. Uh, lots of questions about any upcoming dates and um, who I'll be seeing. I, like I said, I agreed. <laughs> I might change my mind to see the guy I was seeing all last week. Casually, we're supposed to see each other. Maybe Thursday, maybe Sunday. I'm not really sure. Um, there's a guy that I have been talking to. See, here's the thing. I'll start talking to someone and then I'll meet somebody. Like, I'll be talking to a few guys at once and then I'll meet somebody and I will just focus on that one person. Like, I try not to, like, date multiple people at once. I will, however, keep contact, if that makes sense. Like I said, keep your roster. I don't – I do like to give each person a chance, so I'll be honest. Um, however, that's kind of hard with this guy I'm talking to right now. On paper – holy shit, <laughs> he's perfect, it scares me, because I'm like, oh god, don't get expectations, don't get your hopes up, that's my problem, I don't want to get my hopes up, but like, oh, like, we truly sit here and like, flirt all day, and he gives me a lot of good attention, but not so much attention that I'm afraid that it's going to be disappointing, um, because I think it's relative what we discussed. Um, he's made such a good effort in trying to like book a really nice place for us to go on our first date. Um, he made like, I swear, he like put himself on the waiting list for like eight different places and he made like two or three backups and we finally ended up getting the place that I had mentioned first, which I thought was so sweet because it was like, um, you know, he really made an effort and he even like, toyed with the idea of like picking me up like um although I wouldn't want that I probably want an uber I don't know I'm very nervous about this date though I'm nervous in a excited way actually um he <laughs> he's in finance obviously but he's uh he's like older so he's like 30 so he's like right in like the age I kind of like to date um He's very adorable. Like, he's just, like, cute. Oh, my God. I can't even explain it. Like, I'm smiling like a dork right now. Um, I'm going to cry about it next week. Watch. But I kind of, like, hate that I'm meeting him right before I go to London and Paris. Because it's like, how do you build up momentum? I just, uh, I feel like it's going to be the same. Do you got, who remembers that awful situation with the brothers? <laughs> in May right before I went to Paris oh my god I don't even want to talk about that that is so that if I was to say like what are you most like humiliated by this year like which guy that has to be like one of the most embarrassing stories I hope I don't have a podcast with that on there I'm gonna just delete it if I do because I am so embarrassed by that holy shit nobody asked me about that <laughs> oh my god anyway so now I'm nervous I gotta go get my nails done tomorrow I gotta like self-tan who understands like the plight of the self-tan before the date 
Like you just are naked in your bedroom, just slathering self-tanner all over you, looking, smelling like burnt biscuits, by the way. And then you wake up with streaks. <laughs> God. Um, I am using this one product, though, that's so beautiful. Oh, my God. It's such a pretty finish. Um, what is it called? Somebody remind me. I'll link it in my stories. But it's such a good color. Like, uh, she feels very bronzed beauty in it. Um, let's see. I don't know. He's like really cute and he's so into perfume. You guys, he's got a good perfume collection. Um, he also wears Baccarat Extreme and I was like, I'm going to wear that. We're going to smell like, of course I'm not, but <laughs> um, he also has like Creed Aventus, which that actually smells really good to me. I mean, a lot of people want to like say that's not good. No, that's a good smell. It really is, you guys. It's a very expensive perfume too. What else does he have? He has like two Margiela perfumes. He has Jazz Club and By the Fireplace. Um... The way I judge somebody by their effort with their perfume, is this a problem? I don't think so. I don't think so because I do feel like like taking the effort to like the self-care and everything like that, I think that reflects a lot about somebody, to be honest, you know, like how well they want to take care of themselves. <laughs> I truly mean that, by the way. Okay, so somebody said, um, how do I feel, um, how can I be sure about love? Like, is the person feeling the same way as me, or is it not, or are they faking it? You guys, you trust your, in, trust your instincts, trust your gut, trust, trust your inst intuition. You guys, it's obvious when people are full of shit. It's obvious. Like, I, I mean, like, even when I'm getting love bombed, and I know it's going to come crashing down usually. I can tell. And you just pay attention to how, like, they behave from day to day. Um, the, when those good – the first sign that it's changing is when they – the way they contact you every day. I feel like the first sign of, like, it's their their interest is waning is the, the, the good morning text change. I notice with almost every guy – that I get like good morning texts every day. First off, I love good morning texts. You can't tell me nothing. Those good morning texts make or break my day sometimes. And that's sad, but true. Um, I have noticed with certain people, they'll start saying, hey, they stop saying good morning. And that is changing their intensity and uh, it's a subtle way of letting you know that like, you're not really, they're not really thinking of you as much. Um, listen to every red flag, you guys. <laughs> when they're, you can tell, like, when someone's interest starts waning, it's absolutely noticeable. Let's not pretend like it's not. I know every single one of us, every single one of you listening, has been in a situation where you just felt it in your gut. Wow, the vibe is different. You can feel it. Like, it, their energy is off. Like, it's it's for real. It's not you imagining it. They feel differently. They do. And I'm sorry. Like, sometimes they'll have a bad day, yes. But if they don't communicate that with you, um, I would question it. If it's consecutive, like, energy is off, they're, feel, they're, mm, they're probably considering that maybe they move too fast or they're not as interested in you as they thought they were. And here's the important thing about this. 
don't let your ego get in the way of you just doing what's best for you. Oftentimes, when people are rejected, they love that person even more. I'm guilty of this. Like whenever I feel rejected, I, you can't tell me shit. That man is amazing. I want to marry him. He treats me like shit. He doesn't call me anymore. He's definitely dating other girls, but I love him. No, I don't. It's my fucking ego. Do I deep down really want that for me? No. I want someone who literally will communicate try to like make things work and like you know be caring and understanding but like do I want to chase a guy ever again in my life no I do not however there are situations like the one that I told you about with one the surgeon who I agreed to see casually but that's really not even happening like he just works all the time there's no way to even see him really but then the guy I saw all last week who's trying to see me, you know, more casually. I have my reasons for that. And I am not letting my, I'm not letting myself, I realize we're not right for each other. I had to like come to terms, be like, drop your ego for a minute. Like, what do you get out of this situation? What does he get out of the situation? And is it okay for us to both maybe drop those like excited feelings for each other? and move forward in a way that's more casual. I've agreed to it. I don't know if it's going to work out, but I'm saying like sometimes you just have to like let your ego aside. You don't have to win every guy over. I mean, I'm literally I'm talking about myself, you guys. <laughs> I'm just everything I tell you is coming from a, a place of like this is what I've experienced before, but I'm trying to unexperience this. I'm trying to grow and like make smarter decisions when it comes to dating cuz Lord knows I do not make smart decisions most of the time with dating, but I'm also not stupid. I have a lot of self-awareness and I have a lot of self-awareness of what's going on in these relationships, to be honest. I've had so many. That's what happens. If you move to New York City, by the way, you're dating a million people, just so you know. All right. Somebody asked me about like my Christmas wish list. Um, I mean, I don't really have like a lot of people who are going to buy me stuff, to be honest. Like my mom will buy me a few things, but like... Um, who, what, who am I? <laughs> I'll buy my own things if, if it comes down to it, but uh, things that I would like, if like I asked my mom to buy me something or my family, it would be like, uh, store Skugan perfume. I'm really interested in moon milk. Um, also very interested in, uh, doll from Mondo Mondo. I really think I'd like that as well. Um, I, I you know, there's, I'm kind of, spoiled in a way and I'm very self-aware of it I don't need much more like there's definitely like clothing that I really desire to have but I think they're, they're so expensive that it's insane to ask anyone to buy that for you uh, so um, I'm not going to ask my mom to buy me a Fendi scarf I'm not going to ask her to buy me Fendi shoes or Gucci shoes I'm just uh kind of to that point where it's like uh I'd like to just maybe have money, if anything, to put away for a rainy day, you know, like, uh, I don't know. I'm one of those people who don't love Christmas, uh, frivolous gifting. Um, this is going to sound weird coming from me. I feel like so oftentimes people are just buying junk to give to each other that 
you don't know if they really want it. Like, unless it's something disposable, like a candle. You can't go wrong with a candle. However, there are people who fucking hate candles nowadays. I literally have people, like, yell at me about the candles I burn. Like, you're going to get sick. Like, there's worse things I put in my body. I promise you that, okay? Um, I'm going to go on a tangent. I'm going to stop myself. Oh, my God. I'm going to go to a tangent about the fucking candle warmer that's gone viral. <laughs> I hate it so much. Um, we're going to get off Christmas for a second. I can't stand that stupid warmer. I think burning a candle is such a beautiful thing to do. The light, the ambiance, the smells. And you cannot convince me that it's literally the same thing. There's no way you can convince me. Like, do I think that it's going to help it dissipate the smell into the air? Yes. However, that is stupid. I hate it. And I will not come off of this soapbox. Like, you cannot drag me down and convince me about these. In fact, I'm probably going to hate on it in a video soon. <laughs> I just love this. I just love burning candles. I think that you can't replace that beautiful light that it can give, you know? Can't convince me otherwise. Debate me, please. Someone roll in my DMs and try to tell me I'm wrong. I will fight with you. <laughs> it, with love. I'll fight with you with love. Um, back to what I, I think about stupid gifting. Um, my I get upset with my mother because she always wants to buy me something off of my list. I'm like, please don't do that. Please don't do that. Because I and my, my ex-boyfriend's mother did the same. She would buy stuff for my house. And I... You guys, when someone's buying, I'm so particular about my design style. She would buy things that she thought I would like, but I hated them. Like the pillows. And she'd buy me pillows for my couch. And I'm like, I have a love seat. And I have a very nice, expensive pillow that I spent a You guys, it takes me a long time to buy stuff, believe it or not. I, I put a lot of thought into it. I remember she bought me these like Target pillows. No, no offense to Target, but it wasn't my style. And I'm just like, what do I do with this? Like, it was just a waste of money. Like, buy me, give me a gift card, if anything. If you don't know what I want, buy me, get me a gift card. Get me something disposable, something I can eat. Buy me food. I don't want you to decorate my house. Do not decorate my house, please. Don't buy me perfume either. And I know that as my job, I'm sitting here saying, oh, well, I can recommend perfume for you to buy. You also kind of need to know who you're buying it for. You know what I mean? Um, you don't buy me makeup. My mom would buy me hair stuff. I'm just like, mom, I have all of this. And she's like, well, I just want to get you something off your list. And she buys me blankets every year. Now, you'd think I'd be obsessed with this. I do love having a lot of blankets, but I have like 20. What do I do with these? I'm hoarding everything. Like my, And I come from, and I've, you know what? I've got to stop. Hold on. And I did not realize this until like a few years ago. I come from a family who never got rid of things. It affected me tremendously. And my mother and my father are always saying, "We." when I go to my parents' house, it's a beautiful home. They have a very nice home, very beautiful pool, everything, pool house. It's filled to the brim with stuff, you guys. And I'm just like, this has affected me deeply growing up holding on to every little thing you can my mom has things from my great great grandmother and she will not get rid of it they're family heirlooms you're gonna I'm not taking these who are they gonna go to your whole like my mother's house is packed 
And she said when I came home last week, she's like, I'm really uncomfortable with how much stuff I have. And I'm like, every time I go home, also my grandmother, who now lives at my mother's house, because long story, it's she's fine. She's very healthy still. But she lives with my mom now. She's got her own room upstairs, like her own like space. They made the attic like into her bedroom. Uh, she has so much stuff, and she's always trying to pass it off to me. And most of the stuff, you guys, is like Avon jewelry, things that is not that significant in the realm of things. And I am just so picky with everything because I've cultivated my own style. And it's really weird how when people are older, they feel like they have to pass all this stuff on. And I and I understand. It's their things that they find precious. But my mom has guilted me, actually, about how I feel about all of the items that she has stuffed in that attic to the brim. <laughs> you guys, I'm just like, why do you have this much stuffed? And she's like, well, I have to get rid of some of it. I'm like, yeah, you would feel a lot better. And I've, I've literally already once gone through my mom's stuff and tossed so much for her. But she hangs on to everything. She actually melds me. And this is a little maybe I think I was a little harsh with this. But she melded me a box full of like all of my things from like uh, kindergarten to grade school, like yearbooks and stuff. You guys, I'm so bad. I threw them away. I threw away my yearbook. I know that's insane, and I know someone's going to be, like, shocked by that. But I looked at it, and I was like, I didn't really enjoy this that much. I mean, there's a lot of – the memories I made weren't in that book, if that makes sense. I, I have all of my memories elsewhere. And so, like, I just remember being like, I don't need all this. And I tossed things I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> that's how, like – overwhelmed I feel with stuff and I know that that's ironic with the job I have and I want you guys to know I'm overwhelmed when I look at all the things I have you know it crosses my mind so often is like what if I have to move what am I gonna do like it's I don't and you know the fight club movie there's this, this really like poignant comment from like Brad Pitt when he says the things you have end up owning you the things you own end up owning you and it's, like, true in a way. You know, you get in debt for these things. Uh, you they, you can't – don't get me wrong. I'm not, like, a minimalist. Like, <laughs> but there's no reason for anyone to own as much perfume as I have unless it's your job. And I'm, I mean that. Like, I'm not telling you you shouldn't or you can't. Well, I'm going to say you shouldn't. There's no need for as much – you don't need a collection like me. You need, like, a working collection. One that you can use up. Let's Things are meant to be used. I'm just telling you guys, I love having this. Don't get me wrong, but do I need it? And absolutely not. Is it a fucking nightmare for me to pick out perfume every day? It is. It's actually overwhelming. There's a famous study. It was done with ice cream. And people had a harder time choosing from 40 flavors of ice cream versus six. They liked the simplicity. It was too much with 46 flavors. Or four, whatever. You get it. Anyways, I've got to stop talking. I'm tired. I hope you enjoyed this. If you have any comments, whatever, send them my way. Uh, hopefully, it won't be months go by when I until I do another podcast. But I hope that you guys tune in for my travels coming up soon. She's excited. <laughs> and uh, I hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. Bye.